Hey everybody, welcome back to 2G. I'm Drew Lowen, and this podcast is exploring my journey from my iPhone 6 Plus back to a Motorola Razr, which again, sounds insane. I'm going from 2017 back to 2004. And again, this podcast is not intended to say that we need to go back to the Stone Age, but it's just to explore how technology is impacting our lives and our day-to-day behaviors to see if maybe there are some better decisions we can make about implementing these tools. I know for me, I had this realization about a year and a half ago that I was spending way too much time in front of a screen. And since then, I've been aware of it and it's kind of been grieving to me to realize, wow, I waste so much time on social media and just doing things that are completely unnecessary on my phone, playing games and stuff like that. And it almost scared me to think about adding up that time and seeing how much of my life I had kind of given up to those sort of behaviors. So that's why I'm doing this, at least for myself, it's to realize how much time I could be spending doing things that are important to me and with people that are important to me that I'm instead sacrificing and and using on my phone. And then also, you know, when I do decide to go back to a smartphone, what kind of strategies can I use to, to kind of decrease that amount of time that's being used, um, irresponsibly, I guess, would be the word for it. With that, just to give you an overview again of how each episode will work, part of each episode will be me recapping my experience so far and anything that's on my mind in terms of what I'm going through as a flip phone user, what it's making me realize about my technology habits, and any thoughts I have about you know the broader impact of technology on our world for good or for bad. And remember, my stance is always this, that with any innovation, there's a lot of good, that's the reason we innovate, but there can also be some downsides. The the concern is when we tend to overplay the benefits and not really look at the downsides. So my hope is to, at least for myself, bring awareness to, okay, some of these things about smartphones are actually negatively impacting my life. And maybe with my experience and some of the articles that we'll also be bringing into this discussion, some of the research that other people are doing, Maybe that will create a space for you as the listener to have a discussion with yourself or with other people in your life about how technology is currently being used and maybe how you can take some steps to make it a better tool for you and not something that's a distraction. So this week, just to get into it, this week was kind of a doozy for me. I had a lot going on outside of this podcast and outside of transitioning back to a Motorola Razr from 2004, which every time I say it out loud just sounds pretty wild to me. So I started a new job, had lots of events going on at my house, lots of people over, just, it was a crazy week for all of us. And, uh, that was, that was interesting to kind of throw this into the mix. It really made me aware of how much time I didn't have, to be honest, and how much time, um, that I would be using for really, you know, useful things that this week I I got the chance to do that. That being said, a couple things came up that, that, you know, were a little inconvenient and, um, most of them are to do just with the fact that my phone is so old. So the first thing that happened is I realized that my battery was not as good as it used to be back in the good old days. You know, these phones used to last forever. You could charge your phone twice a week and be good. My phone was lasting about half a day and I looked it up and these batteries start to decay and not work as well. That being said, it did start to break in a little bit and I got to where about a day and a half charge would, you know, that was the average lifespan. 
So I bought a new battery and out of the gate, it's, it's lasting about a day. So I'm hoping that will break in and it will last longer as well. Um, but then the next thing that was really inconvenient with the phone is, you know, just switching phones. Um, I wasn't receiving iMessages, so I missed out on some communication there. And group texts actually don't even come through to this phone. I mean, I'll get a text message from whoever was responding in a group text, and it will send as a blank multimedia message. So I'll open it thinking, oh, someone sent me a picture of something, and then it's just blank, and then it closes. So that's been interesting because I've actually missed out on a couple hangouts and uh, other opportunities because there was a group text and I couldn't read it. Although there were a couple that I could, so I'm still confused on what determines whether or not I can open and read a group text. So that's been interesting. Um, what it's made me do, though, is I, I get those texts and I actually have to call the person and just be like, hey, you know, I switched to this phone. What's, what's going on in the group text? And then they'll tell me. And that has actually been really nice because now I'm interacting on a more personal level with these, with these people, with the people that are close to me. Um, and then, you know, obviously still being involved in all of the same events. Um, but it's actually added some depth of, you know, oh, I have to call them now. And, and instead of just, you know, texting them conveniently and knowing that, okay, I'll meet them at 5 p.m. here on Tuesday, I had that extra interaction. to just be like, hey, how's your day going? You know, stuff like that. Um, so that's been kind of nice. Now, on the more personal end, and this will lead into more of the discussion of, of today's podcast, I realized how much time I spend trying to distract myself with my phone. I mean, it's, it's compulsory, um, which I would have told you that I was aware that I had a sort of smartphone addiction, right? Like, I think most of us would admit, like, oh, yeah, I'm aware. I use my phone more than I should. But I don't think I was actually aware of how, how intense of a compulsion it was to just reach in your phone at any moment. Um, and so I found myself reaching into my pocket and pulling out my, my flip phone a lot daily for no reason. You know, I would just reach it out and, and pull it out and, and open it up and then sit there for a second and go, what am I, what am I doing? You know, cause you know, most of the time I unlock my iPhone and I just start breezing through emails and Instagram and Facebook and, you never get to ask that question because you are doing something. You're entertaining yourself or distracting yourself or maybe, you know, keeping up with something that is important to you. But now I don't have that opportunity. So I'm realizing how many times throughout the day I'm unnecessarily removing myself from wherever I'm actually at to distract. Um, and that's, that's actually kind of tying into one of the research articles I read about a year ago that almost it did influence me to actually start this podcast and go on this journey. So this article, I'll post it in the description of the podcast. It was a study done by a research group called D-Scout. And so what they did is they got 94 participants from diverse backgrounds and they put some software on their phones. There were smartphones, of course, that tracked every touch, flick, tap, swipe, whatever it is on their phone for five days. And the other thing they could track is anytime you woke your phone up from sleep mode. So for five days, these people were willingly let their phones, you know, letting their phones be monitored to see how much time we spend on our phones and what we spend that time doing. And so what they found is actually very similar to my experience that we spend a lot of time on our phones. And to be precise, it's about 2,617 taps, swipes, flicks, etc. a day. And, and those are the ones, mind you, that they can record. 
anytime you haven't unlocked your screen yet, they weren't able to record the taps. Just the fact that you woke your phone, they could record. So any interactions that were done on a lock screen, which you can do quite a bit, they couldn't even record those. So it's actually more than 2,617 on average. And again, kind of like I was finding, that added up to an average of two and a half hours a day on the phone, on, on your smartphone, interacting with it. And that was true to my experience because just like the study found, I found all sorts of different times where I'm pulling out my phone, like an insane amount of times. And they found that the average person has uh, what they call 76 phone sessions a day. So an average of 76 times, these participants are pulling out their phones, unlocking it and interacting with it in some way, and then putting it back and continuing on with whatever they were doing before. So a phone session could be like five seconds. It could be just to check the time maybe. Uh, more often than not, it was like 10 seconds, 15 seconds, up to a minute or so. And then, you know, there's the occasional one that's five, 10, 15 minutes, but those are far and few in between. And so they found that these phone sessions start the second you wake up, everyone reaches for their phone, probably to turn their alarm off, but then follows that activity up with going through Facebook, email, all those sorts of things. And then all of the phone interactions ramp up from that point, finally peaking at about dinner where they kind of stave off and then have a sharp decrease right when you go to bed. Um, so that's, that is the reality of how we use our phones. And I can say that I was confronted with that this week because when you have a dumb phone and you still have that itch, you want to scratch it, right? You still have that compulsory itch to pull it out and, and check all your notifications. And I am instinctively doing that so often for, for no reason now, because it's, I'm just staring at this brick of a phone going, what am I, what am I doing? And then I refocus on whatever it was I was actually doing before. And that just blew my mind. Think about that. The average person, according to the study, spends just under, you know, three hours a day on their phone. You know, an average user, two and a half, a heavy user, three and a half. So three hours on your phone. Collectively, American smartphone users have 8 billion interactions with their phone a day in terms of flick, swipe, etc. We all almost instinctively check our phones immediately upon waking up. And we all use them in these times of boredom, these times of stress, um, or when there's like a lull in the conversation. Um, now, my first thought was, okay, that's a lot. And I could easily see how someone that wanted to say technology is evil and we should go back to turning butter would say, you know, would cite this study and say, well, look at that. You know, that's so much time. Get rid of your phone and free up three hours in your day. The problem is that you know, a good portion of these are for good reasons. We're checking email, we're interacting with family members, we're setting up business meetings, checking our bank accounts, like doing very productive things, right? Listening to podcasts, for instance. I'm sure many of you are listening to this on your iPhone or Android, right? But I was actually surprised at how much time, according to the study, was spent not doing those things. The most used app was Facebook. And granted, there are some valid uses for Facebook, right? Like there's business uses, there's personal uses that are good and are a benefit to us, but none of us can deny that we also use it all as a distraction, probably more than we should. And this study kind of backs that up. 15% of all app interactions were spent on Facebook. That by and large just smashes every other use. The only one below that was, was like text messaging. 
which was about 11%. But using the internet, using any form of mail, almost all of those activities combined couldn't even, you know, add up to what Facebook swallowed from our time. So that leads me to the question of what could we do with all that extra time? Like I said, I had a pretty slammed week. I didn't have an hour and a half or three hours to spare. You know, say an hour of my time on my phone is necessary. This week, I didn't have an extra hour and a half to just waste. I could have really used that time. And there was a lot of things I didn't get done, even with a razor, that I would have liked to have gotten done. So what could we do if we did get rid of a lot of that distraction time, a lot of that unnecessary interaction time? What could you do with that extra hour and a half? And I think, for me, that's something that, that this project is about. It's not about, you know, saying whether or not phones are good or, or not good, but it's, it's more about saying, how can I lead my best life? What's the best use of my time? And if this phone is supposed to be a tool to help me best use my time and do things quickly, how can I just have it as that tool and not as something that actually detracts from the value of my life or from my time management? So that's something I'm definitely going to keep in mind going forward is, A, just how this compulsory behavior starts to change or adapt. I mean, I'm going to assume that eventually, since I can't scratch that itch, it'll start to go away. Um, But also, you know, how how am I going to use that time now? Because I'll be honest, that was one of the things I realized. When I did have free time that wasn't scheduled for some activity or job or church event or whatever, I didn't really know what to do with it, you know, because it's my compulsion to just get on YouTube or on the internet and get on Reddit or whatever I'm doing. So that'll be interesting for me to see is how much more productive will I be uh, once I start to take, take note of all this extra time and implement other activities into it. So that being said, I hope I gave you some things to chew on for the week. Uh, If you want to read that article, that uh, study, I'll put it in the description of the podcast. I would highly recommend reading it. It's really cool. There's lots of graphs and it's pretty engaging content too. It's definitely not boring and it'll make you think, which is the goal, right? Of listening to a podcast, especially one about technology and implementing it to be more useful in your life. It'll make you think. So I just want to leave you again on that question. What would you do with that extra hour and a half? What would you do with that time? How could you spend that better investing in yourself and in achieving the goals you have and getting the life you want. If you have any questions or maybe you want to engage in conversation about that, send me some ideas of what you would do. You can send me an email at the 2 podcast at gmail.com. And I'll get back to you via email if I can. And maybe if something's popping up over and over again, we can start to bring those up in the show. Uh, but that's all I have for you for now. Again, this is 2G, and I'm Drew Lowen, your host. Thanks for joining me today, and I will see you next week.